Welcome to the Lifestyle of Reverence podcast. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm the founder of Koya. Koya remembers that everything is interconnected, lives a lifestyle of reverence, integrates the polarities of masculine and feminine, light and dark, and heaven and earth into wholeness. Koya honors the energy that moves outwards to the cardinal directions, to the north, to trust the physical sensation of truth in the body, to the south, anchoring your truth through doing your sacred work in the world, to the west, following the call of your soul to explore, and to the east, living your life as prayer. Koya also honors the energy that moves inwards to access your inner wisdom, inner creativity, inner sensuality, and inner light. Koya honors through movement, ritual, community, and pilgrimage, exploring the paths that point you back to your soul, giving you courage to enter the portal of possibility, to remember to remember. Our first series is about the call to create and that our bodies were meant to do this. We'll explore the themes of menstruation, pregnancy, hormonal cycles, and the value of lived experience in the body as a way to map the path of creation from idea to actualization. Grace Kavanaugh is a second generation channel, clairvoyant, clairaudient, medium, and intuitive psychic. She's also a certified clinical hypnotherapist and a certified past life regression therapist. Publicly and privately, for the last eight years, she has been a channel for OSIRA with extensive spiritual practices for the past 25 years, including sacred goddess temple practice and initiations. To learn more about Grace, you can visit gracekavanaugh.com. Welcome, everyone. My name is Rochelle Sheik, and I'm here with Grace Kavanaugh, and I'm so honored to have her here because... Grace is really my go-to woman when I'm in those places where I need, like not want, need that, that assistance, that guidance, that remembering, that coming back to myself. Just knowing Grace exists helps me. <laughs> Reflecting on all the, the channeling experiences I've had with her assists me, but just knowing there's a place to go assists me. But then when I actually have the session with her, vibrationally there's an attunement that happens that is um, pure medicine and um, is what Grace does is she's a channel and so this energy comes through her and she brings voice to it through through her understanding of the messages and it's it's really an incredible skill and we're so lucky to have her as a resource and so lucky to have her guides um, that are often called Osira that, that she works with. So Grace, I uh, just want to say thank you for being such a big part of my personal journey. And thank you for the generosity of your time to be here with us today. Mm, thank you, Rochelle. <laughs> I love you so much and I'm so grateful. Thank you for the opportunity to just have this time with you. Mm. Um, I feel that when you said all that. So thank you really and truly um, to my heart. It feels so good. And I'm honored to be here and share anything and everything that I can. Absolutely. Mm, beautiful. So one of the things that we're, we really explore um, here is in Koya, this idea that through movement, we remember. And part of that is because I'd say 
people always ask, like, how do you want to make the world a better place? And at least a lot of people that I hang out with ask. Because <laughs> <laughs> you hang out with awesome people. <laughs> but when I really tune in, I really feel like if women really trusted themselves, they really trusted the call within themselves to create that they're, that that is, that's where things are going, that we're in this time in this place where we need to be um, co-creating with spirit and, and birthing new paradigms and new perceptions and, you know, healing and letting go of the old and really stepping into a conscious co-creation of the new. Mm-hmm. So being a channeler, I feel like you practice this, like, so intimately this ability to surrender the ego mind where it might not make quote unquote sense to feel spirit come through to co-create these experiences of deep healing and inspiration for people Mm. and then I know in your own personal work like you have such a powerful impact with the people like me that come to you as clients but now you've started to offer more of yourself like offer online channelings and have more of an internet presence and I know the human part of you had had to reconcile and sort of get on board with the messages you were getting from spirit which were to expand and grow so I'm curious if you could speak from from your perspective of what it's like to co-create with spirit versus sort of like the old way or the not co-creating with spirit of just like hard work, suffering, struggle, da da da. And not that those things, you know, we still have to do the things we need to do, but I, I just feel like this new paradigm doesn't have a lot of language around it. And I'm curious if you could illuminate some of it for us from your own experience. Mm. Wow. That's so, uh, all of that was so, you, you have excellent language and I love the speak <laughs> and I, I, so many layers in there. So, um, yes, I, um, my personal experience is that uh, I was a reluctant channel, I would suppose, even though when this all became my, um, my path, it, it was pushed into my world in ways that I couldn't deny. And I knew it was my calling. It, it was in the... It was not just in my pores and my cells. It was in the ancient memory. It was like, oh my God, that's right. I, that's, this is everything. This is why I've come. This is going to happen. There's no doubt about it. Okay, now what? <laughs> the now what is what created the place for me to learn about trusting myself. Because I, you, we are so tempted, it is so easy to look outside of ourselves and say, I've got to do it like this. I've got to do it like them. And now even more so, because 10 years ago, Facebook was not jumping like it is now. <laughs> we are in a whole nother, you know, paradigm definitely of how we are comparing and looking at the world and what's being offered and all of that. When I was beginning this experience in my life, it wasn't that I was going, I'm going to do this to get that. And I see that all the time now. And um, I've been dealing with how, you know, to push myself past my own comfort levels. I think we have to do that. But before we do that, we have to authentically get into what's true for us. What is the alignment for 
for your path, for your calling, what feels the most right, what feels like, yes, this is authentically birthing from me. This is authentically, truly, organically coming from me and my soul. And that is... um, that is not always on time with maybe what our head wants. You know, I can remember, I, I can remember literally dates of times and years where I was dealing with these places. And I can think of maybe in about 2008 where I was hitting this wall of like this, my old perfectionism and the way that we've been schooled and taught, the way that the culture and our society pushes in the idea to make stuff happen, to push through and do something was really pressing in on me and I felt pressure. I felt a constant, unnameable pressure and nobody was pressuring me, but this, what was in me, this thing that I had taken on was the pressure that was being created Mm -hmm. Nobody else outside of me saying, you know, you really should do this and got to get this done. And if you make this happen, that'll happen. But it was happening inside of me. And I, um, it was so horrible. It was so painful. Mm. And yet here was the distinction that was happening. My perfectionism that I had really signed up for along the way in my own life was really just banging on the door. You know, you got to do it perfect. We got to do it right. Everything about you has to be perfect. All this stuff. So I was kind of coming undone and it was one of the many, and I have had many, many, many. I thought about this this morning thinking I need to write down all the many dark nights of the souls that I've had but it was just one of those kind of foundational ones and um and I realized I was taking a walk in Santa Monica on the beach one day after some meditating and after dropping my kids off at school and I'm like how am I going to do this I, I knew something huge was coming for me and I was walking along the beach and I felt this presence just kind of walking beside me mm. and I I had learned by this time to just kind of surrender to those moments. And that is such a long other story, how how I even got to be able to accept that there is so much here in the invisible realms and the invisible world beside us that we don't really understand is there. And, um, but I, I felt this present walking beside me and I just heard clear as day, you just trust yourself. And that is just so not easy for us. What, I mean, how, we get triggered by that. How do I trust myself? I've never trusted myself. Oh, and if I trust myself, look at that bad thing happened when I did. And all kinds of things come up. And it sounds too simple, really. And I will say this. I, I do teach my workshops for the last couple of years for the intuitive expansion and channeling and awakening the mystic and all of it. You know, I like, mm-hmm. let's make it happen. And um the very first thing that I say in the class, the number one thing we are going to work on, the one thing that we will come back to again and again and again, because it's in every single teaching. It's in every single thread of the things that we face. How do I trust myself? Mm. Trust myself. Trust. How do I trust myself? And then the world and our guides and our loved ones and the ones that we wouldn't consider our loved ones show up to show us that how we do and how we don't, how we learn to have our footing in a, in a stronger way with trusting who we are inherently, that, that you're good and worthy and powerful, that that is something like, see, no book 
for me has ever taught me anything. I can skim a book, I can read a book, but it's never the book. It's not the information. It's not the A through Z things that I have ever taken in in learning. It wouldn't be my book that I would write and give to you that would teach you anything. It was, it, it's actually an absorption, really, of all that you take in and then how you assimilate it and then you become the living embodiment of what you have kind of absorbed. So I, um, I operate very differently with people and in the world. And I um, have a lot of um, unattachment to the way that I feel about things in the world. I, mm-hmm. I don't judge it anymore. I just don't judge it. I have moved through things that people um, probably maybe never do. And I don't, I don't see myself as like being better because of that. What it is is... Uh, we have to dive into the fires sometimes. And in, in, in those fires, you do transform and you either heal it and expand it or you don't. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you just have to keep doing it until you do. <laughs> right? Right. So, I mean, um, I don't know if some of that answers the question, uh, the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trusting, uh, trusting ourselves, trusting myself, uh, being in remembrance of who we really are is not just like, and I will, <laughs> it's not just the, I've had these many past lives. Oh, I remember this past life. I mean, I'm a past life regression therapist first before this channeling stuff ever landed in my world fully. Mm-hmm. And, and the channeling that I do definitely connects people back into the places of the remembrance of those, quote, timelines of past that our lives we have lived and um and to me that's not really where it all lies it all lies in this now that's just pieces mm-hmm. of of the empowerment so it's like reclamation we we go back we reclaim and we understand okay yeah i, I really i went through some bad things or I went through some hard things or I was carrying the light then and and I'm doing it again now and we have this remembrance something comes over and we feel that passion and that fire for things and yet it is how do I how do I really absorb that into this now beingness it's not oh I have that ancient memory and now I live that I don't know if that makes sense, but now I take that and I become that now. It's, it's, it's a transference. It's like, it's like, um, it's like layers. It's like the waterfall coming down on to the pond and then it all becomes the pond. Mm-hmm. It, it's coming out of wherever it's come from and it's just, it's landing. And then you've got this wonderful pond that keeps moving the river forward. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. That's what what I am. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's how the remembering goes. And so my perceptions and my language is not always very articulate and all that great in telling how it is I live it. Mm-hmm. But it be, and, and simplistically said, we just have to remember who we are on so many levels. So, so that's the thing. People, we are stuck in, these, in the head trip. We're stuck in the mental capacity of what we can think about, what we can organize, what the brain wants to put into compartments. That is not what it is. It's beyond all of that. It's like, how can I stretch my thinking? How can I expand my conception 
of all that I am. And that's part of what Osira many times has shared with you and so many others is they, they, they layer it out so that you can kind of see how this is so much bigger than the limitations that we have as humans in the way we are perceiving, the way we are integrating, the way that we think about things. It's just so much broader. Mm-hmm. So, um, because I'm so directly connected to them and it's because they've completely rewired me and changed my whole life, <laughs> I kind of walk around with that all the time. And I'm literally kind of sounds cray cray, but <laughs> I kind of am living in a, in a way where I'm navigating this third dimension, mm-hmm. talking to my kids, I'm doing the things that I do, I'm having my crisis moments at times for sure, I'm handling the mundane, and all the while I have this constant contact, all the while mm. I'm recognizing that the world that I'm living in is showing up with things that are not just third dimensional. Mm-hmm. Literally, I see other dimensional connections, see them clairvoyantly, etc. But I feel it, I see it, I sense it, I recognize, I, I, I am in full awareness to the allness that is happening all the time. So mm-hmm. if I am aware of that all the time, the way I am, I'm walking my dog, I'm sensing the trees, I'm hearing the birds, I'm thinking about the bills, I'm knowing I got to show up for that event, I'm navigating all these places... All the while, I'm like having this complete awareness to there's no death. I am forever. I'm in love with life. This is how it is. Oh, my God, when I was then. Oh, my God, when I am now. Oh, my God, when I will be. It is all one. That's it. (laughs) Wow. Grace. I love that your name is Grace because that is like, wow, that was such a gift of grace for you to... To offer us and I love the real practicality where it sounds so simple but it's really what Koi is all about is trust yourself you know and but then I love where you took that in the sense of like well when you're saying trust yourself or if you're saying to self trust myself well who is that self because the trusting myself yourself really depends on what that perception is of self in some ways. Yes. And how we, how we break that down, how we've got our conditioning, how we've got, how we break through, how we heal, how we are willing to expand in, in that awareness of self. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't end up to that place where all of this started landing in my life without many, many years of my own healing work. The, you know, the goddess and the divine feminine landed in my life when I was in my mid twenties and I'm couple years away from 50 so this was a long time ago and I'm like looking at that period of time now and I'm like that's right she was telling me the divine feminine was going to rise that's right I was like getting all these downloads then and I didn't know what to do with that you know this is the mid 90s and I was not I it was I was it's not that it wasn't this time that it is now and now I look at it and I see wow so People are coming in with it. They're already knowing how to do it. There are people who are on the path and waking themselves up along the way. They're remembering. They're doing their healing work. They're shedding outmoded, outdated ways of behaving and believing so that they can step into remembering who they are. And a lot of the remembering is an undoing. It's an unpacking. It's Mm -hmm. a letting go because that's not the truth of who I am. And that really is a place where you find trust in yourself too. Mm. when you find wait a minute you know what that's like not my actual 
thought, where did that, like, that's my mother's voice or that's my second grade teacher's voice. Or, you know, that's this thing I read in a magazine back when I was 15. And, you know, that's not who I am. So who am I? Mm. That really brings you more and more. And that's a deep dive. That's like spiritual. That is work. That's not just who am I? I create a new uh, thing about myself and, you know, a new meme about myself. Mm. I, I, we have to, I feel like we really have to get into the core and, and some of that is a, is a, a burning down the house. And some of it is, is uh, some deep soul searching and sometimes life brings it to you and sometimes you go after it. Mm-hmm. So those things, all that is the path. It's not just like I or anyone could point to, this is the way to self-trust. Mm-hmm. It's all of it. All of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's so empowering as something to send everyone off with is someone had said to me like, you know, you don't have to sign up for a mystery school. Just start paying attention in your own life. Like your own life is mystery school. Absolutely. <laughs> and so these daily opportunities, these moment to moment to trust myself, like, am I going to, I don't know, I'm not really feeling this lunch. Am I going to keep the appointment or not? You know, like, what should I make for dinner? You know, I'm starting to feel cold coming on. Should I go ahead and make the lasagna with the cheese or should I decide to go for veggie broth? You know, it's like, it's just, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling called to go on this trip. It doesn't make any sense, but I feel in my soul, I need to go. Am I going to listen or am I going to not, you know? And so these all day long, it's not like you have to wait for something like super dramatic to trust yourself. Like, you know, it's like you get to practice that day in and day out. And I think it's just really doing it consciously. And then also, I just want to say thank you for really sharing and verbalizing and articulating, you know, the perception that you're having right now. Cause I really imagine like listening to this, I don't know what the range of time is in terms of our collective evolution of our perception. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes I say we're in like the rebirth of humanity, but then I almost say, I'm like, we're in the rebirth of our perception of humanity. Well, that's a really good one. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It's the perception shifting. Um, and so, but like to see that you are, you know, in that eternal knowing, but fully incarnated in this form and, and, and fully here and, and able to have those co-occurring perceptions that one does not negate the other. So like sometimes people get on their spiritual path and they become so into their etheric reality that they can become disconnected from their embodied reality. And this is really, you know, Koya is really meant to be this interface that you can take all that and then bring it into the body. And then you use the body as a way also to access the physical sensation of the infinity and you expand your capacity to be in both. So I'm so grateful that we were able to join together in this conversation today. And I am so grateful that we get to work together um, as, as colleagues and as friends and as, as being a client of yours. And I'm sure people after hearing this are going to want to learn more. We'll put all the links on our site, but if they're just hearing this, maybe you could share with them the best way that they could connect with you. Uh, I would say my best way is gracekavanaugh.com. Fantastic. Also, it is also eternal light foundation. So it's either one eternal light foundation.com or gracekavanaugh.com. Yeah. And I just, I just want to say to you too, that is, um, 
it's something that I teach about because we the body is a channel and so you know I was completely dealing with that for many years um, of how to let the energetics flow through me the way that it does when you open up as a channeler or but we're all channels and really it's accessing and allowing that and Koya so beautifully is like anchoring anchoring is huge so yeah I really um I really appreciate your work and all that you do and I'm honored and blessed by you and your work and thank you my dear thank you so much and for everyone that's listening a prayer that the seed that is planted to trust yourself and to have the space and the invitations that bring you into that perception, the most true, the highest good of recognition, remembering of self, so that when you trust yourself, you're trusting yourself. <laughs> there's a little, there's a little doo-doo-doo in there yeah. <laughs> for those with ears to hear. Yeah, that's so, right. So thank you so much, and I look forward to the next time we get to remember together. Me too. Mm. To continue the conversation, visit us at koya.love, Q-O-Y-A dot L-O-V-E, and lifestyleofreverence.com for more information about movement, rituals, community, and pilgrimage.